a brand new episode of the Happy Productive Podcast is about to begin. It's time to be inspired by simple and actionable solutions for you and your business. If you're an established entrepreneur or just laying down the first brick of your future empire, the mantra is the same. We will flip any failure into a positive and use it to our advantage. This show is all about turning coal into diamonds. With the right plan and mindset, anything is possible. I'm Jennifer John, your host, business coach, and founder of Best Planner Ever. And I'm here to help you achieve all your ambitious goals. Success is closer than you think. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of the Happy Productive Podcast. I just know that you're going to love my guest today. And I cannot wait to dive into this conversation and frankly, just like pick her brain because I've been stalking her online and she has amazing stuff out there. So you guys, please welcome my guest today, Nita. She's a serial entrepreneur, a top tier business consultant, self-identity reinvention coach. That sounds pretty awesome to me. And former Fortune 500 exec with more than two decades of experience in business, psychology, and personal development. Nita is the founder of Nita Learned Consulting and Coaching, where she advises world-class experts to become legendary market outliers. Now, I know I've got like all ears or like ears up right now. People are starting to pay attention. She works with highly exceptional coaches consultants and experts who want to build a truly innovative business that stands out from the rest with a -a one-of-a-kind solution and market position. I'm super excited. Welcome, Nita, to the show. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Now, with an amazing bio like that, take just a few minutes and just tell everybody like a little bit of your story and how you came to be doing the work that you're doing today. Yeah, well, my career actually started working for Fortune 500 companies. I worked for L'Oreal, the cosmetic company, Unilever, you know, fast moving consumer goods and brands. And then a few years, you know, I think five or six years in the corporate world, it was just not for me because I, I think I was born to be an entrepreneur. I need to invent, I need to innovate, I need to create my own thing. And doing something that's routine is just not for me. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs listening can kind of relate to that. And so I left and I started a child development center. And that's when I discovered my love for psychology. Like I discovered that, oh my God, my whole life, I have been preparing for this. Like I need to be working with humans. I need to be working, like I've always been working with humans, right? But more in the corporate world, it was more about brands and products. But I really wanted to work with people. I wanted to help people unleash their potential and, you know, become the best versions of themselves. And that was, that is what I do through psychology. And so now what I do is kind of like a, I have a business consultant hat, like a business strategist and put together with kind of like a, a coaching hat. And so both of that together, I, I, that's what those are the tools that I use to work with my clients. And yeah, that's, that's, that's short version of my story. (laughs) Oh, very, very nice. Now, one of the things that you talk about is having like a market position that is world-class, that is completely unique. And, you know, for a service provider, this was something that I even struggled with when I first started my coaching practice. And so I started about over a decade ago now. And I remember sitting down, in fact, I remember several people even telling me, you should be a business coach. And I'm like, oh my God, like, why would I want to do that? Like, uh, you know, I really fought it. And even the first few years when I was doing that work, 
it was just coming to me and it was working and flowing, but I still pushed back. And I was just like, it, myself personally, I was just like, ah, oh, I don't really know. Do I even want to do this business coaching thing? And it really wasn't until I fully embraced it. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to be a coach, I'm going to be the best damn coach I can possibly be. And I really embraced it. And that's really part of one of one of the first shifts in my business when it really started to take off. But I remember sitting there and like Googling business coaches and all these websites came up and they all sucked. And I was like, I would not work with any of these people. And I remember getting kind of like depressed, like, oh, geez, is this really the space I'm going to be in? But then I was like, you know what, Jen, this is an opportunity for you to shine. This is an opportunity for to stand out among the pack of, of folks that you're seeing here. But like somebody who's faced with like, how do you make yourself unique in an industry that can be saturated that can be so many people there, like everybody's saying the same thing. Like, I'd love to hear like, what, what are some ways for somebody who's listening right now to really set themselves apart? Yeah, I think the starting point is about looking into the industry and looking for a problem that nobody's courageous enough to solve or they're solving, but they're not doing a great job. Exactly what you've just mentioned, you know, Googling and finding out that, oh, these business coaches, what are they doing? I don't think like, you know, are they really solving the problem? Are they solving it effectively? Being an entrepreneur and having a business is really about solving someone's problem. And if you as a business owner or an entrepreneur, you value excellence, you would want to prepare provide the best service there is out there that's solving someone's problem better than anyone else. And to me, that's integrity. That's like your integrity as, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. It's You don't just go out there and say like, I'm going to do as good as everybody else is doing. You know, like you can't really grow with that mindset. But that's actually what's happening in, in most industries, right? I would say every industry, you can see these kind of problems where everybody's just following the norms, conforming, you know, like everybody's doing this. So I'll just do this. I'll just, this is my standard. I'll just follow the standard that exists in the industry. Where I'm coming from is like, how do we challenge that standard? How do we raise the standard in the industry? And it's not really coming from an ego, egoistic point of view where like, I'm going to be better than everyone. I'm going to be number one. It's not that really. Um, it's really about serving your, your clients and providing a solution that nobody else has provided or, or they can't provide for, for whatever reason. And so when we talk about differentiation, it's not just being different. So for the sake of being different, you know, and we see a lot of this in the internet world where, Hey, let's just find an angle where you can be different. Maybe it could be a personality. Maybe it can be the way you say things or the way you post things. It's not really about that at all. That's like, that's very, a very small part when we talk about differentiation. I want to challenge everyone. And really, when you want to differentiate, you want to provide a better service. You want to provide a better solution. And when you look out in the market, you're going to find a ton of problems that nobody is solving effectively. And that's the starting point when you want to work on differentiation and finding that market position that will be able to differentiate you from all the other players in the market. And then the branding and then the, you know, the personal branding, the offers, how much you're going to charge, all that follows. But first you need to be aware, you need to really dig into the problem that people are experiencing. And that requires a lot of research. And it's a deep dive research. It's not just something that's going to be obvious 
you know, it's not going to be something you go and Google and you're going to find all these problems. That's why the first step that we do when we help our clients is to dig into, do a lot of like conversations, but they're kind of research, psychological kind of type of researches where we go in and we talk with our clients' clients. We -hmm. talk with our past clients. We talk with our current clients and we talk with clients that they wish were their clients, their ideal clients, but haven't been their clients yet. And we get a lot of data from that. We get a lot of data surrounding what you're not doing right, what what's not working, which a lot of times you're not aware of. You're not going to be aware of it, especially if you're doing well. You won't you won't be looking for that information or that feedback. And yeah, we find a lot of interesting insights from the team as well. We we talk with the team that's running the business as well, and together we find a lot of insights, and then we use that insight to differentiate them, the business. Of course, we look for the genius as well. I call it the ultra genius, which is something that you might be super great at, but you don't know because it has been what we call the unconscious competency already. So you're really good at something, but you, so you, it's just natural to you and you're not aware. Yeah. So we want to find that sweet spot where your ultra genius meets a problem that nobody else is solving good enough. And that's, that's how we do the differentiation. Yeah, I love this so much. And I hope you guys are really listening in the sense of like, you want to set yourself apart and you want to be unique, but don't do it by making all these like exaggerated claims. I see this going on right now. And actually this just happened to me over the last couple of days. And you, you mentioned, you know, with integrity, to use integrity. And I think that is so, so key because I see so many companies right now trying to set themselves apart. The way that they're doing it is by making these really just huge claims. As I mentioned, this just happened to me last week where I was going to start working with a company and you know, I, I did the whole process. I watched their little webinar. I got on the phone with the salesperson, listened to their whole spiel. And they had this like amazing guarantee. If you know, if our stuff doesn't work, we're going to give you triple your money back. And I was literally getting ready to sign on the dotted line. I just happened to reach out to one of my business partners, who's actually a former client of mine. And him and I have worked together for many, many years. And I was like, Hey, have you seen this company? He's like, yeah, I signed up. And, you know, it is not what they say it's supposed to be. And, you know, and turned around and gave me this whole, thank God, like literally saved me so much money. But it's so easy to fall for this stuff, because they do such a great job on the front end of selling. I feel like, you know, sometimes the really good marketers, they know your pain better than you. They're really good at twisting that knife, which Honestly, you know, when we're coaching clients, yeah, we teach this, right? You know, know the pain of your ideal client better than them, twist the knife, make it terrible, like they want out of that pain, and people are going to pay to be out of that pain. But (laughs) these guys lost a sale, because they're full of shit. And you know what, and it will come back to bite you if you're not really working with integrity, and really able to deliver on those claims that you're making, at least that's my two cents. And so I'd love your perspective on this of like somebody who's trying to set themselves apart, but like feeling like they need to make some sort of outrageous claims or a crazy guarantee. Like, where do you find that balance between working with integrity, but then also making claims that are valid that you can actually deliver on? Yeah, I really 
dislike that kind of marketing where, you know, they're over-claiming, over-promising and giving a bunch of guarantees just for the sake of like, let's make the buy, let's make the buying process easier. So people can just make a decision to buy and then they can ask for a refund later down the line. And to me, especially in the coaching, we don't really want those type of clients that, you know, that want things to be easy because when you're working on yourself, it's not easy. It's uncomfortable. You're going to have to do a lot of difficult things, right? So I actually do the kind of the opposite. I kind of like make it harder for people to buy because then I know when the client's trying really hard to prove that, hey, I'm, I'm a good client. I'm going to work on myself. I'm really going to do this. I am going to be a client that won't be wasting your time. So I, I make it even harder, like make it harder to buy. And that way I really get the really high quality clients. And for me in the long term, that's just so much better. It's a win-win for everybody, you know, because if you got all these kind of clients that wish that things would be easy, they came in, they had all these expectations and you would help them, you would be doing all the work you get super frustrated with that type of client and the client will also get frustrated with you because you know they thought we were going to do all the work for them right so for me i've never really believed in that kind of like scarcity based kind of um selling or marketing where yes you need to understand the pain point of, of your clients but you can't just market based just on that. And and of course, to your point, yes, word of mouth is really a big thing. Referral, you know, when you don't deliver, people will talk, you know, research, we have research around this. When you're dissatisfied with a service, you will tell at least, you will tell an average of, I think it's 16 people. Yeah. And if you're happy, you're not even going to tell that many people, only a few people. But if you're very dissatisfied or you're really angry, you're going to tell a ton of people. That's to help, you know, you're, you're venting as well. But you also want to protect your friends from buying that bad service, you know, just, just what happened to you. And I think like as a consumer, I've been there as well. I paid like high ticket, 25,000, 30,000, and I did not get the service that they promised at all. They, some people didn't even know what they were doing. So I think yeah. that there's a lot of teaching around like, hey, you can just charge 10x whatever you're charging now. Like, you know, but if you don't have the, the capability and the skills to deliver it, I think it's just totally out of integrity if you're going to be charging that price. So I, I talk a lot about this like premium pricing, but it's not for everyone, right? You real, if you really want it, you need to work on your skills, your, your team, your culture, everything in order to deliver something that is really aligned with the price that you're charging. I agree completely. I swear I am all, I'm going to do a podcast, solo podcast, which is a rant on all this high ticket stuff I see going on, Nita, because it's just like, it's everywhere. And I think in our industry, coaching and consulting, everybody has been, you know, making the switch over to high ticket, high ticket, and you hear it all the time. And I see these coaches, you know, on social media, they're 12 years old, they're saying, Oh, I have all of this stuff, you know, they're charging 20 and $30,000. And you can just see all of the negative comments on social media, because they're not really able to deliver. And how could they? They, they probably just took somebody else's course and now they're just regurgitating that information. They don't have the experience. I personally have gotten burned on, it's not, I don't want to say that I haven't learned because I learned from everything, but like, was the value there? No. And it, it's happened to me several times. And so I guess that's why I just like, I'm, I'm just so sick of it. <laughs> 
I'm so sick of like people not working with integrity. And if you're listening to this, like probably right now, you may or may not have already been burned by a high ticket offer. Maybe you're considering one. Maybe you're trying to get some help. And it's not that there are not people out there who have expensive programs, but they're worth it. I'm not to say that those are not out there. They are. But you really do have to be careful in just like, if you're fee, I almost feel like in that sales process, if it's really just sounding too good to be true. And if I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to put down all this money. And it's just all too good to be true. It's like, put on the brakes, pump the brakes right then. (laughs) And really make sure that this is really going to be a right fit for you and do your research. Like reach out, ask other people. If I had not reached out to my client, my partner client, like, I would have just lost, you know, 20 grand. And it's just, and so I'm so grateful that I did do that. But so many people I think are often are not working with integrity. But speaking of along, along the lines of like the pricing and what we charge, because if we do want to elevate our business and work with a higher level client who's going to show up, they're going to get the results, they're going to do the work and they're going to understand, no, this isn't going to be a, a, a cakewalk. This is going to take some work and you're going to need to be out of your comfort zone. And that's where the growth and everything happens. But like, how did you like level up when you first started your, your coaching and consulting company? Like, were you charging what you were today? Did you kind of stair step into it? Like, what did that look like for you? Yeah, for me, I have to say like almost all the businesses, I've always just run businesses in the premium kind of sector, like part of the market, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've always been consulting for businesses like almost my entire work life. And I've been, you know, when I was running the child development center, I was doing a lot of parenting coaching. And so when I sold that business and got into like 100% for like coaching and just working in this self-development space here, and I started with a high price because I, I, I never believed in charging like a super low fee for my coaching services. And I felt like even though this is like, I just got into like, full time or like seriously in this business, but I've been doing this since forever. And so I mm-hmm. built the skill since I was very, very young without even realizing it. So I knew the value of my coaching. And so I started at a, already at, a, at, at quite a high price point. And I knew from a marketing perspective that I didn't want to sell like a per hour kind of thing given that we know the nature of how change is difficult, how challenging change is. So we know that if a client comes for the first time and they don't have progress yet, we need to get them to stay longer so that they, until they experience that that first win, baby step win, you know? And sometimes clients will take several months for them to start moving. It's not going to be easy, right? Because they've been conditioned to this kind of behavior and pattern for like 30, 40, 50 years. So we have to come with the assumption that it's not going to be easy, especially in the coaching space here. We know that. So I already started with a high price point and then I quickly elevated my fee. Yeah, mm. quickly. And yeah, I've made tweaks along the, the path, this journey and being been more clear on what I want to do. And funny thing is like, the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing comes from my pain point as a consumer of being mm. burnt by all those like high ticket <laughs> service <laughs> providers and being super frustrated, you know? And 
also as a business owner, looking out into the industry and seeing all these businesses that are out of integrity and looking like they're not even doing it intentionally. They just don't know. They're not aware about it. Yeah. You know, and especially when you're successful, you're doing well, you have the sales coming in. It's easy for you to kind of like not see what's going wrong in your business because things are going great. You just want to look at that glamorous living room. You don't want to see the leaking pipes in the basement, right? And I think that's with personal development as well. If, if you don't hit rock bottom, sometimes you don't feel like you need to work on yourself. So yeah, I, it comes from the frustration of being in the industry and seeing other businesses out of integrity and my own pain point as a consumer as well. I think that was the all of this, the pain point that drove me to do what I do and eventually find that, okay, I want to focus on this. I want to help business owners, you know, elevate the standard in the industry, in all the industries. And by doing that, it could create so many ripple effects. Like if I help company A raise the standard in this industry, it's kind of like now everybody else in that industry has a look at you, what you're doing, and it challenges what they are doing. And then they all have to kind of elevate as an industry. And so I, I believe that this is the work that, that, that helps everyone. Everybody wins. The consumer wins. The market wins. The world is a better place. Yeah. So, so if you don't know where you want to start differentiating, maybe look at what you're frustrated with in, in your industry, you know, as a consumer. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. You know, I've even, well, we see in coaching and consulting right now, so many of these companies going to these high ticket offers. And it's not that we don't want to charge for our services. We want it to be, obviously we're adding a ton of value. We want it to be a win-win, but like just talking to you, it just makes me want to like put a stake in the ground and say, no, (laughs) I'm not doing it because I've been on the fence. Just like, gosh, you know, I see all these other coaches and they're all being so successful and everybody is doing this, but I don't really see a lot of integrity in it. And that's the piece for me that's just so like, oh, it's so hard. But when you make a decision in your business that, you know what, I am going to act with integrity, I'm going to raise my prices, I'm going to, you know, do some of these steps that you've taken in your business. What did you see? Like in your business, did you see your business grow? Did you see it like, not grow? Like what really happened when you, cause you started at a higher price point and then you went up from there. And so really what happened in your business when you did that? There was a year that I grew for, for 54 times, 54 times. Yeah. So definitely it has always been growing as I increased the price. It doesn't mean that we have more clients. Sometimes we have less clients, but we're charging more. Mm-hmm. The change that I definitely see is in my own mind and energy and the fulfillment that I get because the clients are definitely different when you increase your price. And I think it's about the friction as well. Like when you create a more difficult path for people to buy from you, then you kind of screen, you filter out people that are not committed, that are not going to do the work. You filter out people that are, you know, going to cancel coaching sessions, not going to show up, going to make excuses. You kind of like just filter out those people. Now, I hear people sometimes say like, oh, if you charge higher, you're going to get better, higher quality clients. I don't think that's the case because I I even coach people for free for my, I'm preparing a show, a documentary show for Netflix, and I've been recruiting people for the show. And some people just come for the coaching for free. They just, they don't pay for it, but they're super committed Mm -hmm. and they committed, more committed than people paying 100K per year. So I don't believe that, hey, if you charge more, then you're going to get 
people that are more committed. I don't believe in that, but I would say I believe in creating a process where you're filtering out people that are not serious. Mm. But I don't think it always comes with, it's not really about the money issue because we do have a ton of people that that have the money and they don't care. They don't care. They could pay 100K and just leave it. Like, I'm not going to do the work. It happens, right? So I think really not just looking at the money aspect, we should be looking about how do we find the people that are committed to do the work. Yeah, it's so true. I've had some of my long-term clients don't pay what some of our new clients pay coming in, but those longer-term clients have proven themselves to be serious. They show up, they get the result. You're so right. It's not always about that amount of money that they're paying. It truly is about the quality and almost the integrity of the individual business owner of like who's really willing to show up and do the work less about how much money they're going to pay. Yeah, I would say value is is the thing that is the word that you really need to stick to and think about when you're really committed to your values. You know, like my business, we we value innovation. We value wisdom. We value transparency. We value kindness and respect. We value talking about the truth, awakening, and we value all these things. So when I know these are my values, my top five or six values, I use them in my relationships, friendships, dating, whatever, like, and in business as well. So when I talk about all these values, you will be a magnet and you will attract the people that have similar values with you. And so you actually want to create that friction. You want to talk about the things that you value. What are you passionate about? What do you believe in? And when you're different in that way, people will, that are similar to you, they will just like, you'll magnetize these people. And you'll also kind of repel people that don't believe in what you believe in, like have different values. They, they will have a coach that's good for them. Maybe it's not you. And I think you need to operate from an abundance mindset because when you feel like, you know, there's plenty of clients out there, you just need to be who you are, stay with your values and you will attract those people. But if you come from a scarcity mindset, which is like all those like, you know, six month guarantee, whatever, that's actually operating from a scarcity mindset because you're desperate. You're desperate to get this client. I will do everything to get this client, offer whatever, full refund, everything. I'll promise the world to them because it comes from a scarcity mindset that you're scared you're not going to get this client. And I would say you should look for that if you're buying, like be careful, be aware of that, of somebody coming from a scarcity mindset, like they're really desperate to get the sale. Yeah, I think that's one of kind of like the signs that you, you need to really be careful. And yeah, always operate from an abundance mindset. And if you do still have like a scarcity mindset, then that's the inner work that you have to be working on, you know, doing the work yourself. Yeah. Oh, I agree so much. Like from both ends, whether you're the the business owner providing the service or whether you're on the other end purchasing the service, great, great words to live by. I know that just saves some people some money, some headaches, some hassle, and hopefully helped our listeners choose the right person for them to work with to get the results that they're after. Nita, thank you so much for being here with me today. First of all, any final words you want to leave our audience with? And then please tell everybody where they can find you if they'd like to learn more about you? Sure. Well, I think that I'm on all the social medias, LinkedIn, Instagram, and I have a free ebook coming out. So if anybody wants to get that, it will be, I will be sending that out soon. But you know, people can go and subscribe to the email list on my website at needalert.com. 
and win the ebook. It's going to be called Outlier Offers. So if anybody relates with the, the word outlier, you feel like you're a disruptor, you're an innovator, you're an outlier, and you relate to what we've been talking about here, and you want to create an offer that's differentiated and stands out from the rest of the market so that you can serve everybody at a higher level, then that's the ebook for you. Um, you can sign up and as soon as it's finished, it will be sent out to you. That's something that potentially could be of an interest for your audience. And yeah, I'm on all social media. So reach out, send me an email at nita at nitaler.com if you have any questions or yeah, that's that mostly you can reach out to me on every platform. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you guys, we will put um, Nita's information in the show notes as well. If you'd like to get more information on her, Nita, thank you so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for having me. All right, you guys, that's it for today. Get out there and have a happy, productive day. Bye, y'all. I hope you found today's episode of the Happy Productive Podcast inspiring. Every successful business is formed by a set of small, consistent, and attainable steps. If you want to learn more, come visit us at jenniferdawncoaching.com to take your next step and learn how to meet your business goals. On our website, you're going to find free resources along with links to the life-changing coaching programs that have transformed the lives of so many of our clients, including the Coaching Academy and our Unbreakable Retreats. Many of them started their journey by listening to this podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode. This is the She Leads Podcast Network.